0: Welcome to another episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies which we discuss each week will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. Today we are going to discuss the power of yes. According to the Linguistic Society of America, citing an authoritative study from Ethnologue, as of 2009, there were almost 7,000 distinct languages found throughout the world. Undoubtedly, in each of these languages there would be included an affirmative word or phrase comparable to yes. And, of course, in many languages such as English, there are multiple words and phrases to be found for yes. In fact, if you do a very rudimentary check of the articles online, you will see titles indicating a range up to 100 synonyms for yes, just in English. So there is no limit to the number of ways in which you and I can say yes, if we want to. The problem is saying it, committing to it, and following through on it. But perhaps the real problem is the perspective from which we consider the implications of saying it. There are all sorts of books and articles, the subject of which is to prod us to go down the path of willingness to dip our toes into the yes pool. In fact, a noted book on the subject of negotiation process to reach yes is entitled Getting to Yes by Roger Fisher and William Urie. However, the literature predominantly seems to focus on the preliminary steps, the nuts and bolts of the necessary details, to reach a negotiated yes. Unfortunately, the prevailing attitude conveyed is that one has to say yes to move the process forward. There is very little discussion given as to why one would want to say yes to the various issues which arrive throughout the course of one's life and one's business. Typically, over the span of one's life, you are asked to do things, often expressed as favors for someone else. These can encompass anything from joining the family for dinner, to loaning a tool to a neighbor, to contributing to the school bake sale and the automatic response is to whine about all of your previous commitments and your inability to fulfill the request. Even if you end up doing it anyway, you seem to feel better just by venting your protestations. I would suggest that your problem is really the automatic mechanism we have for saying no, Now you may think that your mentor is speaking out of both sides of her mouth because just a few sessions ago I emphasized the importance of being able to give a meaningful no. There is a distinction and I'll return to that concept momentarily. Saying yes gives you the key to unlocking opportunities both at work and at home. Saying yes to something unknown can make you fearful or excited or feel unprepared. It can change your routine, introduce you to wonderful relationships, or enhance your creativity. Saying yes can open the door to keeping your youthful vitality and good health. It can also help your mind to continue to remain strong. Saying yes can expand your possibilities in every direction and change your life for the better. However, when saying yes, it is important that you not treat your commitment as a burden, even if that thought comes to mind. Saying yes requires that you embrace a level of optimism that by fulfilling your commitment, it will be beneficial to others, and that perhaps the result may, at some point, increase the favorable possibilities for you. Now what about the ability to say no? Certainly it is important to recognize and utilize your ability to say no. Saying no represents your ability to move in a counter direction to take control. By saying no you can remain independent, you don't need to get bogged down in relationships, and you don't need to become anxious over any previously unexplored opportunities. In his article, The Value of Saying Yes More Often to Life's Opportunities, Adam Sosinski, founder of IQ Matrix, tries to outline the types of questions one should ask when trying to differentiate between a yes and a no decision. He includes... Why do I typically say no? What excuses do I tend to make? And how could all this be hurting me? Adam then advocates greater self analysis, in which the individual essentially flowcharts their decision making patterns, asking themselves about yes and no decisions, missed opportunities, lingering regrets, and successes. His slant seems to be on the importance of making yes decisions. However, Adam does advocate my version of a pluses and minuses list in the area of long and short-term advantages and disadvantages for saying both yes and no, coupled with a few other questions. As Marshall Silver, a business consultant, has been quoted as saying, you can never get more by saying no but you can only move forward by saying yes. There is no question that self-reflection and ongoing self-analysis are vital to one's growth throughout life. However, we all recognize that there are times when a decision needs to be made without taking the time to perform an introspective evaluation. So you may be wondering if there's a shorthand approach to figuring out if you should say yes or no. Well, there are a couple of overriding points to keep in mind, which may assist you in making a suitable decision. First, know yourself, your current situation, and your current needs. There's no question that we all have different requirements at different points in our lives. Sometimes we need to stay in our shell and protect ourselves, and other times we may feel stronger and more willing to emerge and explore the opportunities which come our way. Your level of growth and personal development is dependent on some level of uneasiness as you accept more uncertainty in your life decisions. The next area for consideration As you make decisions is the level of high risk and a possible downside. Again, you need to take into account how risk adverse you are at any given point in your life. Keep in mind that as we progress through life, our ability to assume risk and recover from bad decisions changes and that should impact on our willingness to resolve issues with a yes or no decision. And then there's the cost-benefit analysis. That's the point where you put together the upside and the downside when making a decision. Now, obviously, when you make a decision about accepting a job in a different state, the depth of review should be more significant when making a decision about whether to go on a blind date which your friend would like to set up. In both instances saying yes affords you an opportunity for growth and exploration but in both instances you also face the possibility of failure down the road. So the need arises for you to balance protecting yourself against seizing the opportunity in front of you and it becomes that balance which determines whether you decide to say yes or no. Perhaps you recognize the name Pythagoras, the ancient Greek philosopher. He weighed in on the yes and no conundrum and was quoted as saying the oldest, shortest words, yes and no, are those which require the most thought. By making an effort to understand yourself at each stage of your life, you will find that you become more adept at making yes or no decisions, and perhaps become more willing to recognize that you can exercise control regardless of which decision you make. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember, your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?